And welcome, once again, to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald. You can find me on Twitter, at Bob McDonald. Uh, Jimmy Lemke, my co-host, uh, will not be joining us this uh, this episode. But filling in for him again is uh, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. And, of course, Matt is at Grizz Talk OU. And you can follow the podcast on uh, Twitter as well, at Horizon RT. Uh, before we get started, I uh, wanted to uh, break out a kind of a, not only a programming note, but a, a note about the uh, about the website. Um, I'm sure if you follow the if you follow the uh, Twitter account, you know we've been looking for uh, we've actually been looking for writers for all of the Horizon League each of the Horizon League schools, and we're going to introduce everybody in two weeks. So uh, week of August 11th, uh, be sure to be on the lookout. We're going to have at this point in time, it looks like we've got most of the folks who have uh, agreed to join us as writers to come on, and uh, we'll we'll kind of introduce to everybody on that episode. So I'm look I'm looking forward to that, and I I know that I have been, uh, been waiting to do that for a long time. Um, you know, we've got the we've got the website now, HorizonRoundtable.com, and you know we just have the podcast on it, so might as well do some more with it. I'm excited to see what everybody uh, kicks out for content for that. I absolutely yes, um, and we'll talk about kind of how how that whole thing's gonna uh, how how we're gonna be scheduling that. I mean, we're still in the off season, um, but uh, we'll 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 let everybody in on everything uh, week of August 11th. So you you don't want to miss it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm sure that uh, you know you know everybody else is as well. So so that was that. So, so Matt, as soon as it started, it is now ended. Um, this is—it it seems like we, you know, for the last month, we've been—it's all—it's just been Cleveland State, Cleveland State, Cleveland State all the time. Well, Cleveland State has no sooner does Cle, no sooner does Cleveland State get rid of their head coaches that they have a new head coach again. Well, it, you needed something good to start heading in the right direction there, so you got a coach. Yes. So, in in what I can only describe is is probably ra- record time, a record speed on this. Um, the yeah, they they just uh, it's, they just swapped out Dennis's. <laughs> they did. They, um, did. they did swap out Dennis's. Yes. The um, so obviously Dennis Felton is no longer the head coach. Um, and earlier last late last week on Friday Cleveland State announced that they were bringing in Dennis Gates the the, the assistant coach out of Florida Florida State Florida State god yeah I don't want to get into a, yeah I don't want to get in the middle of a skirmish for because of that no you got to stay out of Florida State yes it is Florida State yes he spent the last eight he spent the last eight years with uh, with Leonard Hamilton um man and I didn't realize how old Leonard Hamilton was he's like Damn near, he's seventy years old, and you know it, it seems like his teams are getting better and better every year. It's kind of like you know, it's really weird. It's like, it's like, co- it's like Benjamin Button is coaching or something. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I always feel like anytime I watch Florida State stuff, they just kind of fizzle out. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just not a huge Florida State basketball person. But either way, you yeah. have a coach. Yeah. That's good. This is true. This is true. So, um, so essentially, so I. I, I and what, what's striking to me about this hire, Dennis Gates, is that he's 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 a young guy. He's he's he, he's a young guy. He's under, he's he's thirty nine, um, which by the way means that both the both the athletic director and the and the basketball coach are now younger than I am. 
Um, so I've obviously reached angry old guy stage. All right, this is a, this is a this is a big thing for me. Um, don't know how I'm going to take it. Except that though, I don't. Um, so yeah, he, he's a young guy. So it, it kind of fall. It's been kind of following this this pattern for Cleveland State, kind of going with the young hungry guys over the last couple of you know the last few hires. Obviously, Garrett's one of them. Uh, Scott Garrett's one of them, and they brought in a couple of administrative people, a bunch of other y- young folks. I mean, there, there seems to be kind of a, dire- a it, it seems to me they're kind of going into the direction of that maybe they should have like a long time ago, but they just never did. Um, because let's face it, the last regime wasn't you know last regime was a bunch of retreads. <laughs> you get you get John Perry, who's a mass who's a massive retread. Um, and then you get Mike Thomas, who was a retread and, you know, Mike Thomas hires Dennis Felton, who's a retread. Um, not to say that that's not general, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but you know, we got the end results out of all of that and it wasn't great. <laughs> it was, no, it looks it, like you're saying, it looks like uh, Cleveland state's going to try to go a different direction, which is clearly needed because yeah. what you guys have been doing isn't working from attendance, from, no. um, I mean, from all angles, from, it, it, something needs to change. So hopefully these yeah. quote unquote younger guys that, you know, less than 40 is somehow young. I love that personally, but um, yeah, there you go. Uh, well, but, in, you in know. terms of, well, yeah, I mean, in terms of kind of the, ba- in terms of the, you know, athletics landscape, you know, being in your thirties, you, you still got your whole life ahead of you. I mean, so that's, that's kind of how I see it at least. No, you're not wrong. I just, <laughs> like I saying, like, I, I love that, that outlook, but I mean, you guys are going to, try something different and hopefully that's a a change throughout your entire department even just beyond men's basketball i mean there's just so many issues going on in cleveland state so hopefully this is a sign of of change i I think that's the big and i think that was kind of the big thing when scott garrett was initially hired that um harlan sands who's the president of cleveland state kind of saw that you know it wasn't when he came in, he saw he assessed the situation, and he obviously saw something was very, very, very wrong. Um, and I, all of these steps to this point are hopefully to the point where you know it, it's a step in the right direction. Um, so that not that said, though, I I still. I'm kind of struggling with what prompted all this in the first place because, you know, nobody, you know, this is not a thing that happens to any program in the middle of July and there's no rhyme or reason for it. I mean, yeah, was Dennis Felton, was Dennis Felton not the guy for for this job? Absolutely he wasn't. Of course he wasn't. Were... Could they have kind of toughed it out for the next year? Sure, absolutely. Could they have survived losing, you know, losing their top scorer Tyree Appleby, who's now who is actually at Florida, not Florida State? Yeah, it would suck, absolutely. But I mean, for for whatever reason, that's what happened. I would love to get some answers as to why that that took place. I don't think we're ever going to – we're never going to know the full extent of it, I don't think. Tough to tell. I mean, obviously something something was up to have all those transfers, and then when they fired Felt – I mean, you guys were down to, what, three scholarship players at one point last yes. week? 
Yes, as as of as of right before right before Jeff Goodman link uh, Jeff Goodman posted the Dennis Gates hiring. Incidentally, uh, yeah, there were three. And by the way, um, God, you got those guys are Goodman, Rothstein. Where do those guys get? I mean, Jesus. I mean, they're quick. I know, and I was so mad too because I literally heard I was I had confer I had been I had I had actually gotten confirmation that it was Dennis Gates like at the same exact time if I'd have gotten it like a minute before I yeah I'm, I'm to my everlasting shame I didn't I didn't beat I didn't beat Jeff Goodman out the gate on this one <laughs> those 25 Cleveland State fans would have been so proud of you for breaking it I know <laughs> you were so close Bob I was so I was so close I w- I missed it by a minute, and oh man! But you know what? It is, you know, but you know th- those guys are the those guys. Are, that's why those guys, you know, that's why those guys do what they can do because they, you know, they got the. I mean, they 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 got ears inside the walls everywhere, man. It's crazy. <laughs> They're that's why it's their job. I cannot, yeah, can't 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 hate on them for that. Can't hate on them for that. But you know, what what are like to get one, just one? But you know. I, I'll live. I, I, I'll live. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, great. Congratulations, guys. In, in 10 minutes, I made it about me. That's awesome. Uh, this, is, this is the kind of summer I've been having. Um, but to your other point, by the way, that, you know, there were only three – there were confirmed only three scholarship players left on the roster. It was Cash Thomas, Al Eichelberger, and the, the JUCO guy, uh, Tory Patton, who incidentally was a – yeah – and here you have three guys, and from what I understand, in spite of everybody getting, uh, you know, everybody um, weighing their options, those were the three guys that weren't really necessarily going anywhere, uh, weren't really going anywhere f- for sure. Um, like I said, kind of understandable because you have in cash, you have a guy who you have a guy who's going into a senior year. Um, you got Al Eichelberger, who's kind of stuck because he's already transferred once he transferred from DePaul and you know now he you know he can't necessarily transfer again until you know he gets done with a you know maybe next year as a grad transfer but still um and Tory Patton um I was a little I was a little concerned that you know he is a JUCO guy um but the JUCO remember the JUCO isn't exactly his first stop he actually started he actually started his college career at Akron so um so those three guys were kind of always going to be around. Um, we were speculating that they were going to be playing with a bunch of guys they recruited from the rec center, more than likely. <laughs> it, it looked that way for a minute. It looked that way for a minute. Um, and everybody has – and I know I've I made at least three – I know I've uh, – I know I've referenced this multiple times. Um, for those of you who, uh, you know, uh, the movie Necessary Roughness from, you know, that early 90s football movie with uh, with, with Scott Bakula and Sinbad. You know, it, and if you haven't seen it, you know, and, and, and Jason Bateman was in it too. He was a, he was, I think he was like the illiterate rich kid or something like that in that movie. Um, so, yeah. So that, that those are the references I'm making to that, except it's you know that was football and this is basketball, obviously. Um, we, how not that said, now that now that they got a coach in place, um, I 
I really do think because when you look at it right now, you have, um, well, Justin Hill, the, uh, the the point guard from California. He actually, as soon as they made the announcement, he he was on. He actually tweeted out he was, you know, he was recommitting to Cleveland State. He so was I guess, in. Yeah, so he's so we're back up to four. <laughs> um. One of the other things, too, that I thought was very interesting, though, and I think there will be more. Um, and the reason I say that, because when the announcement was made um, with, on, for, you know, on Friday, I think a little later on in Friday night um, during the day, uh, Scott Garrett actually tweeted out a picture with, uh, with Gates um, talking to the players and a couple of other ones. There were eight people in that room. <laughs> There were eight players in that room. I counted eight. I mean, I I have to imagine some of those players, now that there's a coach, they're obviously going to talk to them. Yeah. They're in the portal. It doesn't mean they can't return. Exactly. And for a lot of them, it's going to make sense yeah. to come back versus sit out a year somewhere. Um, you know, it's so late in the year. Yeah. I mean, unless you're Detroit Mercy, very few people have scholarship offers to, to give anybody right now. I mean, exactly. everybody's pretty much full unless you were, you know, maybe holding on to one for a transfer. But uh-huh. You know, so for a lot of these players, it's going to be a decision of do you take your your school and you know a year at a division one, division one school and play ball, or do you sit somewhere and you know that wasn't your first choice and it's kind of it's going to feel like a rush decision now. No. And I th- I think some of the I think you'll probably get three or four more that will recommit. Yeah. Um, and that'll make more sense. I know personally, there's one that um, is in the portal right now that I would love to see locally. But uh, again, I'm biased as an Oakland fan, and I admit that. But I, I think if well, if you're Gates... really yeah, you're really narrowing it down because there's only a handful of air guys in in the Detroit area who are still in the portal right now. If Gates can get Spider Johnson back on your roster, I think you guys are going to be in decent shape. I think he's a hell of a ball player. Yeah, um, I, I would. Love I really his... yeah, I personally really like I, I really like Spider's game. Um, I know one of the things when he came in. Um, and this, this is true of a couple of the other guys that, uh, a couple of the other freshmen that, um, there, he might have benefited from a redshirt year. Um, I'm not saying that exactly, well, it didn't happen, so it doesn't matter, but, um, but you saw kind of, but you saw kind of the, the progress he was making as the year went on. And so I'm actually, I, I would love to be on a fly on the wall when Gates calls, uh, calls Spider. Um, I, I like, I, I hope, um, that's one of the guys I hope changes their mind. Sure. Um, I would love to see him back at Cleveland state. That would be great. Um, but, but it's up to him, obviously. Um, the same, one of the people who actually was in the room that was pictured was Steph Kenich too. Um, I'm thinking maybe. So, so it seems to me that Steph Kenich not only, did put his name in the transfer portal, but at the same time, um, looks like he he's still on campus, <laughs> and he's been on campus the whole time. So um, maybe he's thinking, okay, maybe this is you know again, maybe you know he he was he was in the room meeting with Dennis Gates. So you know, is that a sign that Steph Kenich is going to be coming back? Would that then be the room where it happened? I'm just checking. What's that now? Would that make that the room where it happened? The announce when he was talking to the players. Yeah, never mind. It's a Hamilton reference. I'm a theater nerd. Move on. Move on. Oh God. 
Uh, you see, this is, yeah, see, I haven't seen Hamilton yet. I'm going to hell. <laughs> no, you're good. No, you're you're good. That's one, it's one of the things from anyway. Moving yeah. on. So, um, seven see, people listening might have followed that. That's fine. There you go. Um, so yeah, the um, so yeah, so I, I like the yeah. I I don't again. I also just like Spider. I don't know if Steph Kenich will be one of those guys who comes back as well. Um, I would like to see Steph come back. Um, only because of the fact that he had, he kind of had an up and down year last year, honestly. Cleveland um, State had an up and down year, I mean. Cleveland State had an entire, yeah, they, they had a year that was kind of okay and then just well off the rails in January. So that was, uh, after that, it was all, it was, it was kind of going up and then it went all downhill from there. But, uh, but at the same time for, to, if you could get a guy, you could get a guy like, if you could get a guy like Steph Kenich to come back, um, who actually has you know who was a starter on this team, who was one of the leading, who was one of the you know, who who was a contributor on in, on this team, I mean, you're going to need all the help you can get. And if you can get some some of these guys back, you can get a Spider Johnson back, you get a Steph Kenich back, that would be great. Um, some of the guys who uh, um, I would also kind of look at some of the guys who entered the portal, uh, got into the portal, or decommitted late. Um, one of them is Raekwon Taylor, um, another JUCO guy. He might be coming back. The one person I'm not sure is going to end up. The one, the one player I, I don't think I, I, I really, I'm not sure would be might would come back as Debaji Walker. I don't know. Yeah. That one is that one of all the all the players that are in the portal right now. The one who's probably most likely to transfer out uh, is is going to be Debaji Walker. Uh, on top of the people, all, on top of the players who have already transferred out, like Rashad Williams, like uh, Tyree Appleby, and it looks like Rasheem Dunn is already uh, the the St. Francis transfer. Um, he's already he's already back on the East Coast and he's already looking at schools, Siena, St. John's, you know. So he's it, it's pretty likely that he he is he he's definitely looking away from Cleveland State. So yeah, I think he's definitely going to be not a guy who's coming back. Sure. Um, but and and, and the Baji Walker, I mean that 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 you know that that'll be up to you know that'll be up to them. But I mean, I, I really think he's he's got some options. Honestly, if I'm John Brandon at Cincinnati, I'd be giving him a call, saying what's up. I mean, the the reality at the end of the day is, you know, Cleveland State's probably not going to be very good this year, and that's okay. No. Gates has to get the right people in to start instilling his culture. Yeah, and you know, he's 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 got to find those guys that are going to fit into what he needs, and and yeah. not, you know, it, it's not even about putting out a decent product this year, but. All right, it's 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 like a rebuild year, you know. I'm unfortunately a Detroit Tigers fan. I'm a, I I know all about the rebuild right now. Like you got to bottom out, and this is definitely Cleveland State's bottom out. But you have to have the right people to rebuild it, and yeah. you have to hope that your AD and and uh, this new hire are, are those people for your. So basketball. as I understand, so yeah, and I I think this is he's going to get a really long uh, Gates is, this year is Gates is going to get a really long runway this year, obviously, um, just because of how late everything came to it came to pass um knowing that it's not going to be a good year we we knew this 
to begin with. <laughs> it was even before Dennis Felton got fired, we knew it was going to be a, you know, this year was not going to be great. Sure. Um, when the, and then everybody, you know, heading for the heading for the exits, making me think, all right, this not only is this going to be a bad year, this may be worse than anything I've ever seen. And I lived through the four and twenty five. Uh, Cleveland State team from 2003-2004 that 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 was featured with by a 21 game losing streak to close out the season. That was fun. That, that's just a, a good time to be had by all. Oh yeah, that was fun. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, so, but yeah, I think from a wins and losses standpoint, you're probably it, it's not going to be good. I mean, it wasn't going to be good anyway, so I'm not really. I, I kind of I'm okay with that. Um, I think you're absolutely right. I think this will be during this time though. This will be when he start Gates starts putting in what he's putting in for his kind of his overall philosophy. One of the things I should make note of is the fact that um, you know for two years all I heard from Dennis Felton is positionless basketball. I'll be honest with you, I have no idea what the hell that is. I must work in the NBA or something because it, it didn't make any. I mean, it, it, it wasn't working there. It didn't make any sense to me. I mean, you know. So um, I'm gonna venture to guess that the with the hiring of Dennis Gates, we have officially um, we, that is officially the last time we're gonna hear the words "positionless basketball" at Cleveland State. <laughs> Hopefully, that's I hope it. So. I, I understand the concept of it. I, I get it. And, yeah, it does work when you're talking with high-level players. Yeah. But when you're talking about a mid-major, uh, you're probably not going to have the people that can flex in the way that you need to for that to work. And, yeah, and you and you, and you saw them try, but not really. Um, it it just didn't work. I mean, not even not even a little bit. And, again, it didn't it didn't work. On not only the level, uh, not only how we, uh, what we saw, but it clearly didn't work behind the scenes either. To the extent that everybody was trying to get the hell out of there. I think, yeah, and I think what we really saw was everybody wanted to leave anyway for yeah. whatever reason, in that they got their excuse. Yeah, they got got that, you know, and maybe for some of them that's even the try to get the waiver, which is supposed to be even harder now. You know, they were just waiting for a reason to leave. Yeah, they got it, and hey. You know, it's, it, Appleby clearly uh, used it to his advantage. He's at a much better school. He'll sit a year, yeah. get even stronger, and then have two years to try to get get himself up to that next level. Like, yeah, I see it. I mean, he's at Florida, man. So yeah, I mean, geez, that is they're going to be a powerhouse. They're going to be they they're going to be a powerhouse next year, and he gets to sit and watch that and just so, practice. Yeah, yeah, get better, exactly. get stronger, learn it. I mean, yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> You know that that yeah, you're absolutely right. That is a much better situation for him, and a situation that probably do we it, it might yeah you know, a situation that that and that for again for reasons that we we may not know all of and again was precipitated by whatever the hell Dennis Felton did, like but it, I, it doesn't really matter honestly. Um, what I do, one thing that I do know is going to come up, and I know this is a thing that came up during the entire hiring process, is that, that Cleveland State needs to needed to get somebody who has 
some local ties, ties to, you know, ties to Northeast Ohio. Dennis Gates is a Chicago guy. You know, he went, you know, he, he played, he played his ball at Whitney Young. Um, He, he went to college in Cal, at Cal. So in terms of Midwest roots, he's got them. I guess the question that will now come up is, what are you going to do about Northeast Ohio? Because I know it's going to come up. It's already come up. Um, I will say this. I will say this though. There will be at least one. There will, will be at least one Cleveland kid on the roster next year. There will okay. be at least one. Um, Tervell Beck from uh, Cleveland Central Catholic. He uh, he announced even before all this was. He announced in the middle of all of this that he was uh, transferring from UNLV. So unless something drastic has changed, um, he's a forward. I think he's six seven, six eight, something like that. Um, he's he he had, you know he was he was really highly he was really highly recruited, you know, in the area, and he ended up going to UNLV. So I'll be interested unless some something some majorly disastrous thing happened. He is definitely going to be on that roster next year. As uh... Has Gates announced uh, a staff yet, or just, just he has over? not? Um, I'm going to venture to guess because uh, the because the press conference is this Tuesday. Um, so you know, if you're listening to this podcast after Tuesday, congratulations! You probably already know who it is. But I do think I'm of the opinion. I I do believe honestly that. Um, he, I, I think he's probably already working on getting the staff right now. Um, oh, sure. Will he? So. Will they be? Will be the? Will they be there for the press conference on Tuesday? I don't know. Um, I'd like to think so. Um, I'd like to. I'd like for it not to. Ha- I would definitely like to not have the situation we had with Dennis Felton, where he was hired. And then nobody knew who his staff was for about what a month and a half afterwards. It was it was long. It was so weird. And right now, Gates and his staff need to be out in recruiting for this year and the future, which is yeah. even harder. You know, well, like I mean, now's the time that everybody's getting offers for you know twenty twenty. Yeah, and he's already offered three guys already. <laughs> he's he offered two guys out of uh, Bosco the Bosco Institute in Chicago, and then he also offered another JUCO guy. So he's already he he's already on it. <laughs> I mean, it helps. I'm sure he's been out on the road a lot from you know working as an assistant coach. So that'll help um, hopefully and then convince. All, you know, and also him. too, um, I believe that the um, also too, I believe that they're going to get another 2019 guard signed. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Julian Dozier out of uh, UOD Jesuit. I was gonna say I, I recognize that name. Yeah. Um, so he. I know he was. I know he had a visit. Um, I think you know, we'll, we'll we'll probably find out. Uh, we'll probably find out on Tuesday if he's he's for sure. If, if Dozier's for sure in, um, if he is, he's definitely playing next year. So we'll be up to at least five people. You can feel the feel the team. You can feel Don't the team. Fall out. That's right. We can feel the team. So yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, I think that's uh, that'll be kind of the that's where they're at right now. Um, I, and I, and I, I, I really do think that there's going to be a, there's going to be, I don't know if the entire staff's going to be, uh, going to be in place by Tuesday. I know there may be a couple of guys there. 
Um, here's one other thing that I didn't realize. Um, one of their one of Florida State's grad assistants, um, a guy by the name of Adam Baylog, he actually is a former manager. He's actually a former manager. At, uh, he was a former manager at Cleveland State um, okay. a, a few years ago. I think he was. I think I can't remember if he was. There. I, I'm pretty sure he was there during the Gary Waters era. Um, and he's a grad assistant at on the Florida State staff now. Um, okay. He might be a guy to talk to for one or two of those roles. I mean, I, I, I you know, obviously he's got he he, he knows uh, he knows our area pretty well. So I mean, you know worth a shot i know there's a couple of other guys that i think um uh, there might be a couple of other guys that kind of sneak in but i, I do know i really do think that um it's probably going to be there's going to be at least I, I have to think that that dennis gates is not going to run into the same trap it's not going to fall into make the same mistake that dennis felton did and De- when dennis felton basically just took his sweet old time to get his staff in and when they did, you know, there he basically he basically got a bunch of guys who didn't know the area at all. I mean, one of them was, he got he had he, he, he had Lou Dawkins, but the other two that he brought in were two guys who had this was literally their first assistant coaching job. One was a director of basketball operations, the other was a grad assistant. I mean, I mean, it was like I would joked about it being the Dennis Felton assistant coach intern uh, apprenticeship program. So. And we saw the results, so I don't know. It was all his uh, crew from the heist. <laughs> uh, the, I don't think, he, yeah, I don't think he got a, yeah, and I think he must have escaped to a non-extradition uh, treaty country or something because nobody has heard from Dennis Felton at all. He, There's no he, cell signal in that in that vault he's swimming around in. That could be it too. Um, um, or unless of course he, unless of course he, he, he did finally fulfill his wish of, uh, following around, uh, George Clinton and his farewell tour might as well. He's got plenty of time on his hands now. You know, Bob, do you, you want the good news? Which is yes. I believe it or not voice of optimism here. I have good news for you. Your chances of making the NCAA tournament this year are better than Detroit mercies. This is true. Um, just this is very true. Well, and I, that's that whole situation is still so so convoluted. Yeah, um, I want to put an asterisk on my comment because that'll change when it gets gets uh, reversed. But yeah. for as of now, yeah, chances are better. Chances are better. Yes, marginally better. Sure, certainly. Um, so I'm glad you I'm glad you brought up Detroit, and I'm glad you know, I'm glad you brought up the you know you know the postseason in general because that we can go ahead and segue into something that Jimmy and I didn't get a chance to talk about last episode. We spent all of it talking about Dennis Felton getting fired. Um, in the, what was it like? It was like two days before they. It was like two days before Dennis Felton got fired that the Horizon League announced the tournament format. Um, or whatever the heck, yeah, they, the, 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 for the, well, I get, the good news is that all 10 teams will be, will be, will be participating this year. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, uh, what's interesting in the, and, uh, the, the top two seeds get double buys again. That, it's that, like a couple that, years that, right. that is back on the table, finally. 
Um, one of the uh, the and the so they so the first two the top two seeds will for sure be playing at uh, Farmers Arena, Farmers Bureau Arena, or whatever the hell that's called. I know I'm gonna the Indiana Fairgrounds. Let's just say they're gonna be on the Indiana Fairgrounds. <laughs> um. So those two teams, at the very least, will be playing their game. All you know, they'll be playing the semifinal. They'll be on in the semifinals. So one of the interesting kind of new twists. I mean, it's like you know, there's always seems to be kind of a new twist on these things, and I don't understand why, but it is. Um, but seats three through ten, of course, uh, first round games are going to be at camp at the. Uh, at the campus sites of the higher seeds, so three through six are all going to get a all going to get a home game in the first round. Second round, however, the top seeds will get the top remaining seeds will get the will get another home game. But and I don't understand. I don't really kind of understand this. So I guess after the first round, the remaining seeds are going to reseed everyone. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to reseed, and uh, that it, it it seems kind of confusing. They, you know, it, I'm sure it'll probably play out a little better, and you know, looking at it as opposed to trying to figure out what it's all about. <laughs> I mean, really, they're just trying to make sure to protect the top seeds as long and as hard as possible by all means necessary. Okay, which is what they which is what they did many years ago and got away from. They got away, and they and they got away from it, and they got away from it during most of more. They didn't do a double buy for Motor City Madness at all, did they? I don't um, remember. They, I don't remember year, seeing that. Yeah, the first year or two they did. Was it okay? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and then and then Valpo left, and you know they changed the format again. So they've changed it a few times. Yeah, and part of that has been like trying to get the scheduling at. Or in Detroit itself, the days yeah. they could use the arena changed and yeah. and all well, that. Yeah. So the um, so yeah, and then of course you know, then I'm sure the argument then becomes why is it they didn't you know why is it they didn't have four you know they didn't do the whole tournament uh, whole tournament in Indianapolis. Um, I can say that the re- probably the reasoning behind that is because in addition to this tournament going on that week. Um, the minor league hockey team that Indianapolis has down there. I can't remember the, the Indy fuel, I believe they're called. Um, they actually have games that week too. All right. So I have to say this because most people probably don't watch as much, you know, Oakland basketball as me, other than yeah. maybe like you fans. We played, um, IUPUI last year in that gym. Yeah. Um, and it was a daytime game, um, where they brought in kid, like elementary school kids from all yeah. over. So, it was, you know, crazy. It was oh, like wait. a, well, it was, 12, or it was an 11 a.m. tip. I think I remember um, that game, yeah, actually. And um, there had been a hockey game, I believe, the night before. Yeah. And the floor was slick, and two OU players were injured slipping on that floor from the ice. Fuck. So the fact that they're going to be going back and forth during the tournament, or like right before the tournament, is an awful idea. So... If, if somebody, mark my words, somebody is going to slip on a slippery floor next year at that tournament. It's going to be a problem. Okay, so as I understand it, the, the games that they, the, the Fuel have, because the, cause the, the tournament games for the Horizon League are on mon- that Monday and Tuesday. I don't think the, the they're, I think the last game that the Fuel play, hockey-wise, is the Friday before. 
So okay, they're, not, yeah. they're not doing back. So from what it looks like, they're they're not doing the back that that back to back thing, and they're definitely not doing it during the day. Um, if you're the men, I think the women are still playing at like two o'clock in the afternoon on the championship game, which I that's that's a head scratcher. But I mean, you got to get everybody in. So <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, I I don't want to be right, but watching uh, Javen Cumberland and somebody else with their feet just going out from under them, yeah. just coming on the floor just it, it, it that's a that's an awful scary idea i'm sure that i'm sure that will come up right. i wouldn't doubt it uh what i will say yeah i i'm sure it, even if it does come up i'm sure we're all gonna raise holy hell about it because that's not a good thing you know that's yeah. that, that's i mean yeah you're absolutely right it's dangerous as hell um i'd like to think that the horizon league thought through that but they also weren't supposed to be hosting on a team's home gym floor so who knows what they're doing yeah <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a conversation about that till our dying day, aren't we? At least for Maybe. the next, at least for the next three years, because they have a three-year deal with Indianapolis. Um, I'd be very interested. Yeah, I. Yeah, and notice by the way, the, the kind of the 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 furor has kind of died down a little bit, and maybe because the tourney format actually looks kind of halfway normal now. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's. I, I think. I think the. It, it, I think getting the getting all the teams back uh, into participating helps. Um, now, of course, whether or not that they can, they have to readjust everything again, depending upon the Detroit APR situation, remains to be seen. So that's going to be yeah. a big thing. I um, mean, I don't. Their rosters filled yet either because I think some kids are kind of waiting to see if you yeah. know if there are transfers that somewhere. That, I mean, if they're eligible and you're a grad transfer that still hasn't picked somewhere playing, the Antoine Davis looks real nice. But Absolutely. if they're not for the NCAA, then that's not where someone's going to go. No, and I don't think yeah, and that really you know that really kind of screws uh and again that really kind of screws Antoine Davis into the ground too a little bit because you know there's an extra year where you're like yeah. There's a year where you don't, you know, where you you're a you're a you're an absolute you're a top prospect, you know, a, a top prospect who has aspirations of going to the NBA, and you may have the very well have the game to prove it. A lot of good it's going to do you if your team pretty much if your team is sitting in you know APR hell. What if they don't get it reversed and Antoine Davis takes a redshirt year? That is an excellent. Some bolt on. Ooh, then that that does. You know, I thought about that. Uh, actually, no, I haven't. That I, that is an interesting situation. I don't think he will because I don't think he's going to play four years in college anyway. But no, no. I mean, but it, yeah. So at the same time, I mean, that's that would that's an interesting scenario. I mean, what would? Yeah, that's. I, I'd be interested in seeing how that plays out. I mean, I don't it's know. Not, Matter. They're gonna. They're going to reverse that APR. Band. Yeah, there's. I, mean, I, I just don't see it. Yeah, I, and we've we've talked about this on the show. We've talked about this on the podcast. I think we did actually talked about it oh, on the podcast oh. about the whole situation, the whole that whole situation, um, with with uh, with, with Detroit and that whole situation. Um, who was it? Was it was Jermaine Jackson Jr. and who was the other guy? It was Valentine? Jack Valentine? No. I thought. Oh, Jack Valentine. Yeah, Jack Valentine. Yes. Yeah. So those two. So those two. Basic. So as I understand it, those two just flat out, just straight up, just 
didn't go to any school whatsoever last year, allegedly. Right. And yeah, that which perfect. which had massive, which obviously had major um, implications as far as the APR is concerned, because those that's that that's two guys that were not registered for school, and Detroit took the massive hit for it. Now, of course, if I'm not mistaken, both of them have uh, have magically reappeared at a college. They're they're both going to be LIU Sharks thanks to a new rebranding by LIU. Great. Outstanding. By the way, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, it, it, it's Shark Week. So, I mean, there we go. <laughs> there it is. So that's – I'm – yeah, that, that that whole situation in Detroit is just such a – I mean, that was – I mean, that's kind of petty a little bit. I mean – I mean, was it because I mean, was it because Jermaine Jackson didn't get the? Uh, was it because Jermaine Jackson didn't get the gig? I mean, oh, I'm sure. I mean, I mean, which is funny because Jermaine himself actually ended up in my neck of the woods, as you know, because he was at the Spire Institute coaching. He's not there anymore. He's he, left. He's not. No. Yeah, I know. He's already gone. Yeah, he's already gone. I know. But he, he got the year he got the year in and he got to coach Lamelo Ball so there you go. I think uh, if I remember he's now like Lamelo's like head handler almost. He's I think he's overseas with him. Like really? He, he kind so of, be, I think he became the Lamelo handler. Really? Well, that I mean that would make sense. I mean, I mean that would make sense because uh, um, yeah, Lamelo is. Uh, uh, Lamelo is actually in the Australian National Basketball League, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, because I I know there's a couple of guys who skipped college or realized that there was no chance in hell they were getting into college, um, like Lamelo, whose eligibility issues I'm sure would be like ridiculous. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that, so instead of doing that, he chose to go play in Australia. And get paid for it. Like, hey, there you go. I mean, the uh, what is it? The one kid that did that that just signed a five year shoe deal. Um, yeah, I can't remember then, who uh, it is. Um, and it was BJ Hampton or something like that. Is that right? Something like that. I think because he's playing. In, uh, yeah, because he's uh, he's the kid who's he's the other guy who's playing in Australia too. If I'm not mistaken. No, 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 no. I thought it was no. Wait, no. Oh, you know what? I'm. I can't keep up with these guys. I'm having enough hard. I'm having a hard enough time keeping up with. Horizon League stuff, <laughs> right? There's a lot going on. There is a lot going on, but and there will be even more going on now because you know you're within the next. I'm sure within the next couple of weeks, you, we're going to find out about the. We're going to find about. We should theoretically find out about the, you know, the Detroit Mercy situation. Whether they are going to get that uh, APR ban overturned or not, we mm-hmm. will probably find out a little bit more, but a lot more about you know the direction Dennis Gates and Cleveland State are going to go in terms of their coaching staff, in terms of the players they're going to, the players that are in the portal, transfer portal that might be coming out, some new players that are coming in. Are any other Horizon teams doing the um, European or overseas trips or anything? I know OU's got games in a couple weeks, which is great. They're going to be great. They do indeed. Um, I mean, we got teams that should be playing soon. We should should get a first we do that is true and i can't remember who i want to say i want to say somebody's going to the bahamas but i can't remember who unless i completely blew it and i don't know what's going on which again also a distinct possibility given the situation (laughs) 
No, I, I know there was another. There was another school that was going to be going. That was going to be playing. Uh, has something going on, but I don't know. But I yeah. But I know obviously Oakland for sure is going to be you know playing. So we got to. I definitely want to you know see what's going. You know see how that whole thing. You know, I at the very least I would love to see kind of how that thing how that trip plays out for them. Which is funny because you have you know theoretically. Usually, when you're going to, you know, when you're taking a summer trip and going to play overseas, that's kind of a bonding experience for your team. And look what the last team who did that, look how that went. And who was the last team who went overseas to play last year? I guess it was you guys. It was us. It was Cleveland State, and they went to Italy. Yeah. And Oops. Yeah, no. <laughs> so much for that. Well, don't bring don't bring that juju on us. Oh no. Oh please! I I'm convinced that the Wolstein Center is a was built on an ancient burial ground that's cursed and nice. And by the way, one of the people that and by the way, one of the people that Dennis Gates should bring in is that short old lady from Poltergeist. Um, is she if she's still alive, I don't know. <laughs> Exercise the demons. You got to do something in there because it's it. Some things are not right in Cleveland, and hope, well, there's a lot of things not right about Cleveland, <laughs> but it's the Wolstein Center. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's I mean, bad bad news in there for y'all. I don't know. Ask Gary Waters what he did for those couple years. I don't know. Ask him what what his secret was to lift the curse temporarily, because <laughs> that didn't seem to work out any other time. And he must no. he must have lost it the second that yeah. But so it's I, temporary. It, it's fleeting. I don't know. Well, we're stuck there for at least another two years. So because <laughs> we're because. Because uh, for whatever reason, Cleveland State has decided uh, had opted to uh, partner with the Cavs for All Star Weekend. So for NBA All Star Weekend, and there is going to be uh, f- uh, certain things that go on. There, there's certain uh, events that are going to be taking place at the Wolstein Center as opposed to the Q. So, well, the good news is that means you guys might get to take the curtain down for a minute. Oh, good, and maybe get a get a little bit of money for a new scoreboard. That would be nice. Cause, there you, know, you go. I'm not holding my breath, but man, you never know. <laughs> so, all right, well, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up here for us this episode. Uh, Matt, again, thank you very much for filling in for Jimmy again. Thank you so much for having me in. I think you. I think we at some point in time we've got to like elevate you to like per, on the masthead as permanent guest host or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm, I'm happy playing sub right now. I, I got go. some, some things in my own back pocket. We'll see how they if they come to fruition. But I, I like playing. Uh, you're you're like the Jay Leno from uh, Jay Leno of the podcast of the Horizon Roundtable podcast. Remember, he started out as that permanent guest host for Johnny, and then slipped on in, and then came on in once Johnny retired. So you know, yeah, he did all right for himself. I'll, I'll take it. There you go. So there you go. So um, as always, go. Um, HorizonRoundtable.com. You can find all episodes of the podcast here. And again, you know, within the next few weeks, we're going to be adding content. So be sure to check that out. Um, you can also find the Horizon episodes of the Horizon Podcast on um, wherever you can find podcasts, which now includes once again iHeartRadio. Finally, got that stupid thing fixed. <laughs> I'm so happy about that. That was that was like a ever since we migrated over that was, that's kind of been the bane of my existence, but it's fixed now. I'm a happy guy. 
So yeah, so everywhere, so we're we're back ever, being everywhere again. So um, we've always been on Apple Podcasts. We you know we've always been on uh, TuneIn. We've always been on Stitcher. We are back on Google Play Music. We're back on iHeartRadio. I'm a Spotify guy. I always, I always we, listen on we, Spotify. We've been on Spotify for a while, so that's helpful. Um, Spotify never went away, so that's good. Um, yep. But yeah, other than that, and then you know, obviously, if you got an Amazon Echo or a Google Home device, you can find us on there as well. So, um, so yep. With that said, um, that's going to do it for us, and thank you for listening.